Good morning, Study Trade Treats listeners. This is Bryce Tui, joined by Matthew Monaco for your Wednesday edition of Study Trade Treats, where we talk about the hottest penny stocks and their news. Why are they moving, et cetera, et cetera. And so today, like normal, we've got three stocks for you guys. Um, this week, it, it picked up a little bit. Tuesday, Monday looked a little a little slow, but not awful. The end of last week was starting to get a little, felt really slow, like summer action. But I've seen a good amount of plays this week. Matt, what do you think? I agree, especially, I think it was our last episode was titled OTCs Get Hot, or it was an episode sometime last week. Yeah. The OTC market has definitely been pretty awesome. There's been a lot more plays, a lot more volume than usual, which is wicked awesome to see. Uh, in terms of listed stocks, they've been definitely a little slower. And it's August, that's what we should expect. And I'm pretty shocked the OTC market is even what it is to begin with. So... Yeah, definitely interesting times, I'd call it. That'd be the way i describe it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, before we get into the stocks, remember, this is not investment advice, only for informational and educational purposes. Okay, let's get into it. Our first stock we were talking about today is a listed CLSK. This has been a multi-day runner for, I mean, basically a month and a half now. I mean, in May, this was trading, uh, I believe, under a dollar a share, right around a dollar a share. And it today topped out at 1361 per share. It had its first red day today. Um, it looks like it's really just been continuously dropping some PRs. Its most recent press release was on August 10th, so yesterday, on uh, Monday. And so the company is CleanSpark Incorporated. Their shares continue to gain from Friday's announced partnership with Sunshine Energy, one of the largest energy developers in Costa Rica. Essentially, Sunshine has uh, exclusive rights to the market. And they sell CLSK's products and services throughout Costa Rica. Sunshine will also license CLSK's MVSO energy modeling software and pledges to obtain all energy controls and energy storage systems to the company. You know, the news sounds good, but again, they've been releasing press releases now for months on end. I mean, this has just been a, a crazy runner, but this is a low float stock, which makes sense why it's you know, continued to just move up so much. It's a 3.68 million float according to stocks to trade. Uh, so, it, you know, I was looking at the volume and it looked like it had kind of been dying off, but it's really been trading 20 million. I mean, it's been rotating its float almost, you know, five times uh, the past few days. And so, like I said, today it's had its first red day, uh, closed the day around 10.37 a share. Um, what do you need to know about CLSK? This is extremely overextended. Um, the most recent news sounds pretty good, but again, this was a penny stock a few months ago and it's just been on a multi, multi week tear, uh, started its first run back in May. So Matt, I know, I know you specialize a little more in OTCs and I, I don't even know if you've really been paying much attention to CLSK. What are your thoughts on it though? It's a wild one. I remember buying it. Well, it must've been like a month ago at like $5 a share. And clearly I should have held that because <laughs> it's been an absolutely wild run. Um, but it's tricky. I remember it being really choppy back when I traded it. And the last couple of days, uh, kind of really gotten extended supernova. So today, yeah, like you said, it's the first red day. Usually that's followed up by at least another red day. Um, and it'd be interesting to see how well it holds up because I know it's at the top of a lot of short sellers radar just because of the move it's had the last couple of weeks. So if there's too many shorts from like a really bad average, this could hold up and it could definitely go higher. But yeah, it definitely gotten ahead of itself. It had to pull back. Stocks just don't go straight up. They don't go straight down either. Um, so 
whether this is a rest day before it continues higher or it's the beginning of an end, tomorrow should give us some light on kind of what direction that's leaning. Absolutely. I'm definitely, I'm more of a listed trader myself. So I'm excited to see if this can hold up a little bit. Now it's a little bit outside of the price range I like to play, but if the move's there, the move's there. So uh, this is definitely going to be on watch for a short or a long in the next few days, depending on uh, how it reacts. Now we're going to move on to an OTC. So Matt's bread and butter. Sorry to bring this one up. We're going to be talking about SHIP, Natural Shrimp Incorporated. Essentially, the news was, I think this was dropped today, actually. Uh, the day of recording is August 11th. Natural Shrimp Incorporated, an aquaculture company, has developed and partnered with the first commercially operational recirculating, recirculating agricultural system for shrimp announced today that it has signed a letter of intent to acquire assets of Alder Aqua. Essentially, the purchase price will be $10 million, consisting of $5 million down payment. The CEO says this is a great way to be positioned for explosive growth in aquaculture, expected the next several years, and facilities uh, to provide these companies with competitive advantage within the marketplace. Matt, you know OTC is better than anyone. What kind of news does this sound like to you, and especially based on how it traded today? I'd like I'd like to honestly get your insight on why so many OTCs like Shimp just had such a rough close. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking about OTCs being hot and they definitely are. And there's been a lot of volume. And I think a large part of that is there's a lot of new traders to the OTC market because they were seeing these crazy moves and they like to chase the shiny ball. So today makes me a little nervous because the OTC market was not quite very friendly to a lot of new traders, especially Shimp. If you pull up a daily chart, it's a beautiful, uh, was setting up for a beautiful breakout over 10 cents. So not only was it a whole dollar, but or a, like a whole even cent level, but the chart was set up. There's a ton of support and they had news and it started out like perfectly all the way up to like midday. I think it, so it ran from like eight cents to like basically 12. So it was up almost 50% on the day. And then it just died. Like it just pulled back. It didn't bounce very much. It really got hammered into close and more or less closed below where it opened after it's 50% spike. And that is definitely not something you want to see uh, in an OTC market. I'm not sure why, like it was trading very well and maybe it just got ahead of itself. Maybe uh, I heard from someone, there was actually like some uh, like financing and their filings and some convertible debt and stuff. And so maybe that was part of it. Not really sure. didn't really look into it, but what was odd was across the OTC market when the spy started dumping um, a lot of OTC stocks start dumping with it, which is very uncommon. The OTC market kind of does its own thing. doesn't matter what the SPY is doing. SPY is just the overall market. Um, if you don't know, it's like an index for the S&P 500 stocks. But it was very weird that at the same time the SPY started dumping, like the biggest movers of the day in the OTC market started dumping too. So I was a little sketchy and maybe now that I'm talking out loud about it, it was because there's a lot of new traders in the OTC market who thought that maybe they should get out of their OTC because the overall market was dumping. Not sure. All hypothetical here. Either way, not the friendliest day to uh, OTC traders out there. So hopefully it doesn't scare people off too much and we can see some volume come back into some of these stocks in the next couple of days. 
had a joke I wanted to make and I can't even think of it anymore. That's upsetting guys. Um, yeah, no, great insight on that. It was definitely weird to watch OTCs follow the spy for the first time that I've ever seen for the most part. Maybe, maybe is this, is this the end of the OTC run? Maybe not. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, all right. So the third stock I want to talk about today, this is, this stock's my baby. I love this stock. Matt, Matt knows I talk about this one way too much, but I've been watching this one since like under a dollar share PEIX on a multi, again, on a multi-week run. Um, it's a higher float. It's stocks trade says it's a 47 million float company. It's an energy company, um, Pacific Ethanol Incorporated. So essentially this stock was trading under a dollar a share mid July. And it now today, the reason actually I wanted to bring this into the episode is because after hours today, after a first red day, it closed the day around $3 and 50 cents a share. Then ended up spiking to five thirty-seven. not maybe 30 minutes after the market closed crazy move. The news on this one was actually earnings. The, their earnings consensus was supposed to be negative $20 a share. Turns out they made 27 cents a share. So what's that? 40, 47 cents above what the consensus was. Um, they also have a revenue of $212 million, which beat the estimates by almost $40 million in revenue. So, I mean, overall, it seems like the news is decent. Again, though, the biggest takeaway here is you got to remember, this is an extremely overextended stock. I mean, not even, gosh, a few weeks ago, this was trading around, yeah, July 27th. This is really just testing over a dollar a share. That's now 500%. Um, maybe it continues for uh, more after good earnings. I, I don't know. It's, uh, this is, <laughs> yeah, I wish I had more to say on this one. It's, it's just extremely overextended, but I also wouldn't say like, if the volume keeps up, I don't know if it's a short either. It's one that'll be fun to watch tomorrow. Matt, what, what, I guess what's your insight on listed penny stock earnings? Definitely the biggest, like most influential catalyst, especially if they beat earnings, in my opinion, just because everyone knows earnings are a really big deal. So if penny stock beats earnings and reacts well to those earnings, it gets on more people's radar. So because they see that there's earnings and it's an earnings winner, you can say it's an earnings winner. People like to hear that sort of thing. So, I mean, they actually made money, which is impressive for an o- or like not OTC stock, sorry, still stuck on the OTCs there, <laughs> but is impressive for a penny stock. Penny stocks are penny stocks because they lose money. So that's impressive. Might shock a lot of people. Also, if you look at the chart, like, Again, it was one of those similar to CLSK. It's on a lot of short sellers radar because it's just up so much. But if 2020 is taught you anything, when it's up too much, it still can go up higher. Uh, so that's not a thesis for a long. It just means <laughs> if, you're, if you're on the short side, be careful because you never know when it's going to stop going up. Yeah, this uh, was an interesting one too because it broke low a day. I mean, mid to end of day, it broke low a day and then is <laughs> now over high a day, now over its yearly highs. This this is definitely one I'm excited to watch for, but I've been excited to watch for this for weeks now. So it's not like a biotech stock where, you know, a lot of new 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 traders don't necessarily know about like what all these different phase data is. They don't have all these words that can't understand. Like earnings are earnings. Most traders know what earnings are. So, I mean- I, I agree with you. I think it's a really good catalyst for penny stocks when they do have good earnings. So guys, that's, that's all we've got for this, uh, today's episode of steady trade treats. I keep trying to say this week, like we only do one a week, but we don't, we keep bringing these treats every other day. So Matt, 
thoughts on the overall market condition right now based on what you've seen? What should we be looking for Friday into the end of the week? Yeah, I do think, I think today we got a real taste of summer. We're in a little bit of a like bubble there, like all oh, stuff might be going up. Every time I say that, though, I feel like the market really gets hot again. So Keep be- saying it then. Keep saying it. Ever, I want you to say that every single episode. <laughs> I think a lot of traders are tired. They're burnt out. There hasn't really been a break all of since the 2020 coronavirus run. So it'd be interesting to see if the volume dries up and moves stop going like as high and there's just not as much volume because it means people are taking a break and so summer anyways people like don't want to be inside sitting at their screens they want to be outside enjoying the sun so i'll just end on that little warning like take it slow if there's not a play be don't be afraid to go outside and enjoy summer like there's not trade every day and you don't have to trade every day to make a lot of money in the market that's the best part of trading you don't have to be there if you don't want to be it's the best job in the world guys so Take summer action uh, as it is. Just let it come, and the market will heat up again. I promise you that much. Gosh, I don't know if I'm allowed to make that promise. I'm not a market maker. But, yeah, that's it for today's episode, guys. We'll be back to you on Friday with another edition of Treats, hopefully some more hot runners. And until then, hope you guys are enjoying and trading well in this midweek. We'll see you then.